Um, but yeah, let's just start again, I guess. Okay. <clears throat> Welcome to the to the Atlas podcast. I'm just so excited to talk. <laughs> Where we reconcile everyday art with contemporary art. Ooh. And and rant? some other things. Some other things. And <laughs> we we you know we I'm honestly here just because like I love talking to you and I love being your friend and like I, love I also free information. Same. That's why I'm free here. information is my favorite thing in the whole world. So too. you know, rate, review, subscribe, blah 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 blah. Artlast podcast, Artlast underscore podcast on TikTok. There's a Patreon where we're going to be shifting some of that stuff to more resources for artists based rather than like just bonus content. We really want to shift it to be something that supports people out in the Artlast community. Exactly. So today's First, we always do something more meaty, sort of research at the beginning, and mm-hmm. the second half is usually something a little TikTok inspired. Yeah, so first we the... utilize Seema's brain, and then we utilize my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. Sophie often does the first half, so that's not true. But um, nah. for mm. this first half, we're talking about <laughs> Hinduism and Indian art. Yeah, you've had a bit of a shit week on the, on the I've podcast, I've had a eh? shit week. I've had a shit week with a number of people telling me that I am, um, I don't get to say anything because I'm Hindi, which oh. is just not even, I don't even think like, you don't even say that. That'd be like, I'm, that would be like saying I'm French. I'm, I guess, I, that's funny. Now that I think about it, I think I'm Australian that, English. <laughs> yes, you're Australian English. That's what you are. So, I'm a syntax. <laughs> so I, I just basically want to give people a crash course in Hinduism and Indian art, the crashest mm-hmm. of crash courses. Mm-hmm. First being like, never ever say anybody is Hindi, because even if you might say somebody is French, which is how you would describe the language, yeah. people don't do that. You would say, I'm a Hindi speaker. First of all, I happen to not be a native Hindi speaker. I did grow up speaking Hindi, but I um, did not speak it as my native language. Because in India, Mm. people speak a lot of languages. And so when they immigrate to other countries, because I'm not from India, despite my face, um, they often bring those languages with them. Mm -hmm. And so... um, And if you're confused by that concept, come to my page where I talk about Western imperialism and you'll (laughs) learn some things. Or look up airplanes. Um, so, so I think one all of boats. the things. All this is true. So the idea of Hinduism and Hindi all come from a word, Indus Valley, and the Indus Valley is in what is now Pakistan, and it was a civilization from a you know like around 1500 BC that was super amazing, like mm-hmm. like the yellow you know yellow val- river valley civilization or the Tigris and Euphrates really amazing they had sent like they had like urban planning and Uh basically air conditioning was how they did their vents and they had Uh standards for money which actually is one of those things that you look when you look at ancient art that's a huge marker of growth because if your money is different by city by city or you're cheating people basically like you're weighing gold dust it's also like a a quote-unquote like marker of civilization under like western imperialist standards like oh, having a roof, having like like the idea of land ownership, having uh, the idea of agriculture, and then like mm-hmm. goods and services and trades and like money. That is like when essentially white people have been like, look what we did. We gave these people systems. It's like, no, 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 no. Humans they do systems, systems always. <laughs> like, well, what's interesting about the Indus Valley is there's mm-hmm. no 
indication that they it they, there is an indication that it was egalitarian. There is no yeah. indication of a ruler. I mean, there's no king there. So all we have to do is look at the language maps of Australia from you know yeah, sixty thousand yeah. years ago. You'll see the same thing. Yeah. So um, what we do know though is they have they don't. There's not a lot that survives. Uh, that's not just that's not true. There's a lot of architecture that survives, and there mm. are these seals that survive. But there's not like a lot of art that survives. You know, like you know, not, there's not like the the archaeology of it is. Um, you know, that's like kind of gives us only a fragment of their society. But the mm -hmm. seals have bulls on it sometimes, mm -hmm. and they also have a figure who is. There's one that has a figure who's like sitting in what you know, like in his legs cross-legged, mm -hmm. and so. Um, what we, we we you know we wonder if like the bull was venerated for example there which mm -hmm. will come up later in the story so then the so then the next thing that happens is that something something happens and one of the the sort of people love on the internet is uh the aryans did not exist yep and the thing is uh they did <laughs> so, <laughs> would you say that's like in the realm of like conspiracy theory i think like right-wing conspiracy theory shit i think it is what i think it is is it's a funny thing where like politics bring make strange bedfellows <laughs> i think both liberals want yeah. it to not exist because they think that it um and it, it is true right that the Aryan the the re research about Aryans, some of it does a lot of it's written in german because it was done by german scholars and yeah. we all know why right mm -hmm. so so some of it is that liberals wanted to not be because they don't want to say that india was westernized right because the they would have Aryans would have come from like basically central asia mm -hmm. um but then I think the other is that we want to believe that um, I think we want to believe that what we were once told wasn't true so that we have an in. The thing is, there are two reasons that we so there are two reasons that we really have a sense that there is a migration of people into India. Mm. One of them is genetically. Mm -hmm. There is there are clearly genetic groups that are different, right? There yeah. are genetic groups that are more similar. Uh, and then I guess there's three reasons. Two, the language family. There's just <laughs> there's just no way like I you know, you like if you trace I you know, I'm not a linguist, but if you would trace back into there, there is a proto-Indo-Aryan language and you can trace these languages back. Yeah. And I assure you, I was saying I was talking to I just don't understand daughter. what like what's to refute in this. <laughs> like... I, I don't I don't know. Um, uh, um, I was talking to my daughter the other day and I was telling her, I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, so we, we happen to live in a community that has a lot of non-Indo-Aryan speakers now, mm -hmm. but when growing mm -hmm. up, there was mostly Indo-Aryan speakers. And so I was saying, we're talking about like, um, movies cause the, the movies have subtitles. Our movie where I live, there's a lot of Asians, there's movies mm. that are in Indian language. There always has been like when I was a kid, there was too, but um, something happened and I was saying, oh yeah, that language sounds so like you can't, there's not like a word, there's nothing. There's no words. You keep banging something. What's going on? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm kind of uh, yeah. um, So I said to her like, you know, when you listen to it, mm -hmm. it's like if, if you, if you're an Indo-Aryan speaker and mm -hmm. you hear like, I am not a native Hindi speaker. I used to speak Hindi pretty well. Um, uh, but if I hear like Nepali or Bengali, I would like, I would like hear some words and like all of them, for example, have the same uh, root for to do. Yeah. 
kar, kar, you know, karna is in Hindi. Is mm-hmm. the karna is like the um, you you have to conjugate it. The unconjugated version is karna. Um, but like kam kar kam karo, like are you gonna work? That like phrase kam karo, you could say it like most of those languages would know what you're meaning. What yeah, you're saying. yeah. Both the word kam, not all nouns really work all the way across, but kam kam like work does. Yeah, I think like house good. I think like like the old like the words that are like pretty historic. So so then the non-Indo-Aryan languages, if you hear them and you're an Indo-Aryan speaker, you really, there's not like the same words. They just mm. aren't there. Unless mm. they're words that have come in later. Like, I think I, I think like in some of those languages, Tarek, which is a word that came in later to Hindi, Kya uh, Tarek, what's the date? Um, like like that would that word might be in other places. So like words you'll see they, they do, but in general, they are different. So that yeah. is one, another marker. The third marker and the topic of this week is Hinduism. Mm-hmm. So faith comes in and you see a change in the things that are venerated. If you go back to that bull I just mentioned on the seals in the Indus Valley, you see that that bull is becomes associated with Shiva, which is mm-hmm. one of the three main Hindu gods. So Hinduism is in some ways like the in in uh, English they often describe it as the trinity of Hinduism. I mm-hmm. I have never heard a Hindu say that in I've practice, never heard that but, phrase. Yeah, so I hear it like in art history. But um it's it's it, it is three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. So it is three. The the cre- the creator Brahma. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, preserver Vishnu, who has mm-hmm. many avatars, including Krishna, mm-hmm. and then the destroyer um, Shiva, and it's a destruction. It's basically like the idea of kingdom come. Okay, yeah, it's a destruction in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the um, and then each of them have a female aspect. Hmm. Now all of that is because. There is actually only, and this now this is also where like, the, well, I'm gonna finish this and then I'll say the end. So all of that is because there is only one God, and we are just too human to understand it. Mm-mm. And so it puts into practice this idea that all of these things it it is trying to get at the divine. Mm-hmm. And um and I, now that even is something that not. Uh, all Hindus believe because, yeah. and this is where I think it's really tough. Hinduism um, is a group of faiths that are related but different. Now, I would argue, though, um, I had some commenter be like, Hinduism is an exonym, um, which means that Hinduism is not, Hinduism is basically. Um, like a loosely related set of practices rather than a religion in the sense. And I, I mean, if you read it scholarship, that is true to the letter of the law. Yeah. But in practice, it's also a really racist thing to say. Yeah. Right? Because you're saying my religion is real, but yours is fake. And I yeah. would argue that Christianity has mm-hmm. only really become a religion after capitalism. <laughs> like actually though, Right. It's yeah. very much. And I don't and I don't mean this in a pejorative way. I mean it like if you walked into a if you were on the way of St. James and you showed up in southern France or northern Spain, you would be looking at saints that you didn't even know were Christian. You're like, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. These were like, you know, basically, you know, pagans that became like Christian saints. If you went to modern day um, Christianity, as we know, it is a business. It's not a religion. It's a cult. It's a business cult. Well, it is. 
it, I mean, and I think that I mean, like the mega churches is true, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far as to say that personally. But I think that, I think that what we, the way that you know, we I love to say about, inflammatory shit. Though actually, I love stirring I the pot. I know you do. I mean, that's I why do we too. love each other. I do too. And um, but I think that what you, when you say that. You're saying that those brown people don't get to have religion, mm, mm, you know, mm. and like what you mean is that it doesn't hit the frame that we in the West call religion. Mm-hmm. But that does not mean that that is religion, right? Yeah, because like because and, you know, I think that there's something. But in practice, I would say that Hinduism is practiced so vastly differently. And it all goes back to a major tenet, which is there's no single tenant. There's no mm. single um, text. There's a lot of texts. Um, and so in practice, but, but that said, you know, somebody did a, you know, when you look at the research and you look at things that are venerated across all, you know, like the Ramayana, the mm-hmm. idea of Rama, who would, who is one of the avatars of Vishnu, that is something that is across the board. Mm. Um, the, uh, the Mahabharata, which is the story of five brothers who had whose duty was to fight their fight their five cousins who were bad, mm. and and like the central sort of Bhagavad Gita that everyone sort of has to read and you know Oppenheimer brought up that's from the Mahabharata and in that and I think so this is where like if you're like but like what have what have I learned in this I would say like the central tenant is that. Those three gods are venerated basically across. Mm-hmm. The second central tenet, And for anyone who doesn't know, what does venerated mean? Oh, worshipped. There we go. Valued. I guess yeah. valued, worshipped. Yep. Um, uh, the, the second thing is that this idea of dharma, mm-hmm. like your duty. Mm-hmm. Now, I, we'll say if you were talking about Buddhism, it would be the dharma would be like the rule. But, um, but in Hinduism, it's the duty that you have is important. There's also this idea we always... Um, uh, differentiate between American karma and we, we just, at our house mm. we say that's American karma or, kar- or karma. And Unpack Ameri- that for us. That sounds interesting. American karma is the idea that you'd pay it forward or if you do something in like right now, like if I'm just like a jerk to you right now yeah. and then I fall down like later oh, yeah, that's your like, penance. oh that's karma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's penance is the word that they think Americans think of karma as penance. Yes, yes. But that is not what that's not what karma is. Karma mm. is this idea that like basically this the the goal of humanity is to to disappear, to become one with the universe. Yeah. To stop reincarnating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in order to do that, you have to follow your dharma. You have to do your duty on earth. Mm-hmm. So that's the karma is like that. It's like beyond your like little like little. I, yeah, yoga I always class. kind of like thought it was like what like the the way that you navigate through time and space and like the energy that you put out into the world is like your uh-huh. karma, right? It's much closer to that. It is yeah. definitely not like pay it forward. Well, because I think because in the Bible, people have kind of misinterpreted the idea of like eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Yes. That yes. kind of like idea yes. of, you know, yes. something happens to you, therefore I am allowed to do something back to you. And I that yes. just like, guys, that's a foundation of whiteness at this point. <laughs> No, and like. I think it's like, and I think that's a big part of it. Like, so for, for, and I, I and, and in some ways, like, it's why you have people who are, would say that they're Hindu, but don't do anything. Yeah. Your dharma could be to do nothing. Like, it does not have to be, like, within the practice of faith. The other thing that Hindus often see is that your, your dharma might be to be in a different religion. So they don't, so they don't see, like, they actually would not, 
see Christianity as in opposition to Hinduism. Mm -hmm. Because that's those people's dharma to understand God. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, I'm speaking as somebody who was raised in a fairly liberal thing. And I think other Hindus have a very different idea of that. And I think, you know, like, and that, that goes back to the same thing with Christianity, right? Like, you know, you could be in a in a Catholic family that is like a liberation theology, or you could be one that is like Trump. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. So like, I think you have to I remember. I would say my family was closer to the first, right? Okay. Like yeah. my, my dad was absolutely raised in like some kind of Christian, Christian nationalist environment. Man. My mum was, I think because my grandmother had been born in Australia and had like a very deep connection with just the landscape that she was born in. Okay. She never really put stock in like Western based religions. She was always just kind of like, I just mm -hmm. like existing in nature. Mm. And when my parents had us, they were just like, we're going to send you to a religious school because that's like where you get the best education in Australia, unfortunately. Uh -huh. Like you can't have a high end education without religion. Uh -huh. But they were just like, we're not, mm. we're not going to take you to church. We're not going to force you to do. Yeah. Like we're not going to force you to adopt any kind of like particular practices. Mm. And I very distinctly remember my mum saying, we wanted you to choose your own faith, which is mm. like, pretty fucking cool i'm like very glad that i was in that environment because you know the alternative was being like fucking cousins and ending up in like a weird conservative space where like it's all thinly veiled domestic violence like well i mean no. i think this is where like i think a lot of american conceptions of hinduism come from the more conservative aspects of it. Like, mm -hmm. it's like somehow we want to understand Christianity as a complex and-, and But we define religions faith, by their conservative of, practices rather than what they offer people, which I think is I kind guess, of strange. I guess, but I think, I think we, we're more, more knowledgeable about like, hey, I'm just a C&E Catholic, or mm. I like, I am uh, culturally Jewish or mm -hmm. whatever it is. But we see, but religions that are largely practiced by people of color, we're like, they're all total nuts. You know, like <laughs> Islam, Hinduism. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And these I think, people are so lost in their faith. Look at them, they right, can't stop right. chanting. It's like, They just what? can't, look at them, those crazies. They're overcome um, with emotion. And I think even like Buddhism, we allow, we think that that one's okay. Mm. Buddhism actually gets is almost infantilized because- No, really? Because we um, have taken and really uh, stripped out a lot of it and like Buddhism I gotta tell you like I, I had done a video about something and I was I said it and I really do mean this we could almost do a full full episode about this there is such a like such a so many Buddhist monks in Japanese history that decided to raise a standing army and like take over towns that there was a whole book I mean there are scroll after scroll of Buddhist monks with like you know weaponry you know and so like and you know southeast asian buddhism mm. completely different and much more close actually closely i think like a lot of um chinese and japanese buddhism we would see as almost a philosophy but southeast asian mm. buddhism and its practice is what we would probably call a religion like it's much yeah, closer yeah, yeah. to that i mean yep. they're all religions frankly my point is of a lot of this sort of thing is they're all religions if you say it's a religion and you practice it you get to call it a religion yeah <laughs> right like that's it like white ladies with witchcraft that's right they can even have theirs yes absolutely <laughs> they can have it but um but so like to, uh, i'm not to, exempt <laughs> nobody's exempt um but um, but I bring this up because I think these misconceptions are what f 
fuel the internet. Yeah. Yeah, and yes, I, I want to yes. bring up one more misconception before we talk about the internet. Um, so I think a thing that also is is really important to notice. So we've talked about this religion, and this does go into art. And a lot of the art that you see um, is in Hinduism. There's a lot of liturgical art. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. That means that in the practice of faith, you need stuff. Yeah. And so when you go into a Hindu temple, you will see in any temple, certain kinds of things. You will see a bell because once you pray and you finish praying, you ring a bell mm -hmm. sort of like to witness it, right? Yeah. You will see icons mm -hmm. because icons are seen, are basically your um, conduit to the divine. Yep. By looking at the icon, you get to look into the divine and the divine gets to look into you. I love that concept so much. Yeah, and actually it's not, not unheard of in Christianity. No. Like in Eastern Orthodox Christianity, icons are absolutely seen as a conduit of the divine. Well, and I think what people forget is like, Jesus didn't come to everyone to spread the idea that like, you follow God up here. He said, right. find God in here, like inside. Your right exactly. to divinity lives inside you and you access right. God by exploring that in yourself, not worshiping at the knees of some tool. Like that, and you know, I mean, I think finding the divine in yourself is a big part of Hinduism. Yes, and, so, and I think that's one of the things that's at like the core of a lot of religions. That's like yeah, I think it is too. Is. I yeah. think it is too, and I think this is where when we decide to say like those weirdos with their cows, what you're saying is like I'm not going to look at the sort that's of central. So of fucking it. racist. Oh, I had a fucked. lot this week. Oh, I'm so sorry, bud. I was, and I was, I was, oh. I was angry. I had a mean I know. week. I, I know. Some, and like, and so one poor so. girl just said, well, what about, and I just like. <laughs> See, it's so funny. I've spoken to a couple of academics recently and they're like, so why have you chosen like doing this stuff on this platform instead of going into these spaces? I'm like, I can be mean on the internet. I can, <laughs> I can just go, like, I'm not held to any kind of institutional standard where I have to baby someone's fucking feelings. If someone's wrong and they're being a cunt, I will fucking <laughs> tell them. And I'm allowed to do that because it's my page. I do think like the Fuck week, academia. Sorry. I have to say, I mean, I, I have to say I walked into uh, somebody, one, a person that I adore. Yes. Um, not Truly, me. truly adore. Also you. Another, <laughs> another person I adore um, has a leadership position at an arts organization. And uh -huh. I never do arts things anymore um, yeah. because I just like don't. I think a lot of it is, exhausts me. Um, yes. But I went and I saw them and I was so I walk in to look for them and they were like being they're doing their job. So I didn't they weren't there. And the artist um, of the installation came up to me. And she goes, hi. And they had this organization had put a picture of her up to say mm. this was her opening, and I had my I have you know your your little icon of your face. Mm -hmm. I come in and oh excited to see it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a group show, and the a third person um, in that show is somebody who I know in real life. Uh -huh. So I had thought. And so she was like, "Hi, nice to see you." And I said, "Hi," and I thought she meant because I had commented on her post from this organization. Mm -hmm. And she was like, and she went. Oh, Oh, I don't know you in real life. It's like, it's okay. And so I introduce myself. I introduce myself and I go, hi, I am, I'm Seema. And oh, she that's goes, hi. So funny. And we're talking for a second. And then somebody we, I know is there. Somebody yeah. I know in real life is there. And we're talking. And then like, an, I don't know, like half an oh, hour shit. later, she goes, I got to tell you, actually, I knew you because you, I follow you on TikTok. Yes, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. It's like, 
do I say it? And it's like, no, I actually, no, I'm not going to make it weird. It's like, uh. It was very funny because oh. I thought, but I thought, but I had the opposite, right? Because I had commented on her post mm -hmm. as me. <laughs> Did I tell you that I had the absolutely mortifying experience of hooking up with someone and then afterwards they were like, oh yeah, I actually saw your TikTok about the camera obscura in Vermeer. And I was like. So embarrassing. I want to fucking die. <laughs> That's horrible. Like. Absolutely, absolutely not. Straight in the bin. Like that's I've never yeah, felt so exposed. <laughs> At least they didn't ask you about the camera obscura in the middle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> There's an aperture joke in there. I am not. I know, making. I did I refrained. It was really hard to refrain. Also Shit. camera, right? There's a camera Shit. situation. No. Oh, anyway. My God. Um, All right, let's move on, please. But um so to, to, we could use this as, as outtake, but um, so so I think that these these this misconception of faith um, clouds how people see it. The other huge reason I think we have this misconception of faith is that we see certain we see Hinduism particularly because we don't think of it as a religion as something we uh -huh. could just take free grabs out of. Take the stuff. Yeah, we it's want. like a honey karma. Of like it's American karma. Like I did a video. Yes. I stitched a guy, some new agey like man sphere guy, and I, I want to find him. myself. I'm gonna stick my hand into the honey pot of that's like, right. Indian culture. Yeah, that's right. So you I'm gonna feel eat, pray, love. <laughs> that's right. They they feel like they can eat, pray, love Hinduism. Mm -hmm. And so like you know, I'll karma. never forget that girl in the fucking. River oh my god, it's in so India. gross. It is so gross. Is that so what you think about? Fuck, tell, I don't tell remember. Do you, do you know what river it was? I don't remember. Yeah, it's the Varanasi. It's oh, a yeah. Benares. It's a Varanasi. It's the, it's the river Ganges. She was yes. in Varanasi she was or Benares. Oh, it's hanging me like, in it. the water, hanging off the like tip of a boat, just like having her eat, pray, love moment in what is probably some of the most polluted and like sickeningly filthy water. Not to mention, there are literally like animals in there that eat you. There's like, there's like t giant turtles and stuff. I have to tell you, I have never been more nauseous than being on a boat in there uh, with my grandfather's ashes. It is Ugh. the I, like I can't even almost say it because it nauseates me so much. That, I was so, so like, sick. I will never forget that video. That is something on TikTok that has like permanently scarred itself into my fucking brain of just like how whiteness loves to exist so out of the world. Those people, that, that woman, was that woman and her cronies decided to show up at my video this week. And so the second Ugh. half of this show is our TikTok drama. So mm -hmm. Jillian Anderson um, made it, worked with a designer to make a dress. Mm -hmm. And the dress has what she said in another interview, vaginas, but they're not vaginas. They're no. they're vulvas. I mean, like yeah. like get the right part, right? I know, you like have the whole it. thing is that she's always like advocating for knowing the difference. So it's I like, know. girl, what? So she has she worked with a designer who called them vulvas. She mm -hmm. was on the red carpet, kept calling them unis. Oh. And I said, the thing about this is it empowers women. But it is disempowering for Hindus because you are stealing something that's religious. And the yoni is the um, the part that it, so if, if the divine, I started with this, right? The divine is both male and female. Yes. So Shiva is often depicted as a lingam, which is like, which is basically a phallus. Mm. And then the yoni is the female, mm -hmm. right? His female divine, the female, mm -hmm. the associated female divine. And so then her, uh, well, it's like it's like actually her vulva, but then also like showing like the uterus, like basically showing the vagina, like it yeah. like, is the aperture, yeah. right? Yeah. So 
Uh, I, I did. You a, had to. You fucking I had, had to, to, didn't I you? Couldn't stop Fuck myself. you! You just slipped it right in there. That yes, was hilarious. Oh wait, somebody did slip it in. What? Okay, no. stop. Oh, this is like a rare. <laughs> this is a rare deviation from the kind of content we normally make. That was like <laughs> wow. This is like not on brand for us. Ooh, it's totally like, not on brand for me, for sure. Anyway, so um, it's salacious, Seema. Fuck. It's a little more than Seema's usually is. Um, <laughs> the old lady that I am, but um. <laughs> But shit. So I said, you know, using the word yoni, and they're not. But it's super not sexual. It's like not. It's about like divine union, right? And there's a very. It's a you know this isn't her first time saying yoni. She has her whole Instagram thing since she was working on sex education, where she's like yoni of the week. Yep. Blah blah blah, and she's always posting about vulvas. Yeah. All the time. Well, and, and the designer said vulva, but she chooses to use yoni because she learned it in like yoga class or whatever thing, and she doesn't care that it's religious. So I had a million people say it's okay, including this dipshit who I blocked eventually, who sent me numerous things where yeah. I repeatedly told him it is not in Hindi. The word is in Sanskrit, mm-hmm. but the meaning is associated with Hinduism. Hindi yeah. is not part of it. I think that's the um, video I commented on. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So he, I don't know, and I can't find it. But, and I think that this is where, like, just listen. It's it's sort of like the idea, the thing I would say, it's like, um, you know, like in um, houses we had master bedrooms and now we have main bedrooms. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, you can still use master bedroom. Go right ahead. But if somebody who is black repeatedly tells you not to, maybe listen to them. If not, yeah. then be a dick. Just like maybe take to. people into consideration when you that's move right. through the world. If you don't want to, if you don't want to do it, and you love Julianne Anderson, and you went to yoga class, and you want to use yoni, party. But <sighs> I'm not gonna say that it's rock okay. on, dude. That's right. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's okay. I no. also won't wear Jesus's dick on my dress because that's what it is. It is Jesus's dick. Like you want, you want me to wear yeah. Jesus? I'm yeah. not gonna do it because I'm respectful. You know, I think it would be incredibly disrespectful to wear a dress and walk around and be like, this is Jesus' dick. No, Jesus seriously. Jesus' dick. swear to God, though, I feel like because she was, you know, such an icon in the 90s and the 2000s, uh-huh. she became uh-huh. a lesbian icon, uh-huh. a queer icon. She later in life decided to yes. tell everyone that she was bisexual. Yep. Like, she played into that in The Fall, that series that she was yep. in with Jamie Cornyn. Oh, yeah. Oh, like that, we watched that. Whole, oh yeah, no, we we have talked about it before, and that was like a whole mm-hmm. thing, right? And uh-huh. I personally believe that she does this shit in order to try and stay relevant with the communities that have uh-huh. historically sexualized her. Uh-huh. I think that she has this very particular, like, sexualized and branded side of her marketing. Uh-huh. that speaks to the history of who she is and like the role that she played in our pop culture. And I think that like, imagine if she wasn't doing this shit, no one would fucking care about her. There would be no conversation about her. Like she no, wouldn't be. No, that's why she's be. using it. That's why Seriously. she's using it. Seriously. She's not using it because she don't care about Hindus. She don't no. care that I think it's disrespectful. She also she doesn't care about queer people gay. Oh yeah. No, like, come on now. She's using it though. So that the white liberal women 
stand we'll up for her. her. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. come to my comments and like I that's have what she never wants. ever seen such a fall from fucking grace and relevancy as I have as like we've watched Gillian Anderson. But like this is why so somebody commented uh, somebody sent me a very nice um very long um question mm. that that brings up why we even why I even do this. Mm-hmm. Um it's somebody who is uh either maybe a resident or a new OBGYN um but is um is a cis male i don't know what the sexuality of this person is that they said so wants to make sure that they're respectful of women and i was like right on and i think one of the things they were talking about is that it they were talking about working with communities in the us uh-huh. right and one of the things i would say about femininity um is that art is a great way to understand femininity both yeah. like but also things like you know, like Georgia O'Keeffe and Gillian Anderson were basically <laughs> two sides basically, of the same coin. Basically, yes, right? Yeah. They're taking yeah. femininity. They're taking hundred you know, percent. Like Georgia O'Keeffe was basically taking um, a lot of native faiths and then like just commodifying it, right? Yep. And yep. that's the thing about Gillian Anderson. If she was just saying yonis and running around, it'd be one thing. But that dress was for her label. She was commodifying other people's culture and people were like, it's okay because it's only Hinduism. Everyone owns it now. And also I mean, just I like, went- let's stop using the fact that these people have like existed in queer spaces as a free pass for being fucking racist. Like, let's just no. not, let's just no. not use like the, liberalism. My, I spent almost hours, I spent hours arguing with some cis white gay man, Ugh. Josh, um, on my channel who was like, everybody owns symbols. And I was like, wow. Wow, he and I can say that because I'm gay. I was like, actually, you can't. What? And I was like, you actually <sighs> can't, Josh, because you're not Hindu. It doesn't matter that you're gay or marginalized. I've experienced some kind of oppression, therefore I'm allowed to oppress other yeah. people. It's like, actually, I would rather you just shut the fuck up and get out of my face forever. Yes, Josh, stay away. Like, I mean, and like this was, but the thing, and this is where- just leave women not, alone. This idea that like, <laughs> nothing matters you know i am so liberal that everything is okay is actually wrong it is like it's again strange bedfellows right it's like because these people sound more like libertarians where it's like i'm gonna take what's mine and blah blah blah. that's right that's right it's almost more honest but yeah i think like what i would say about the arts though is it actually so there's those women the julian andersons and the blah blah blahs uh, the Mm. julian anderson georgia keeps about femininity (laughs) but i think and this you know i think this comment was this commenter said it i'm not saying their name because i you know i don't want anybody to get them but Mm. i thought that was a very good uh, comparison but I also think that to look at femininity you can also the arts also gives you like for example in Native American culture you mm-hmm. understand you know the, and, and, and very different Native American cultures like in the Navajo culture you see one thing in the Sioux you see a totally different thing mm-hmm. um, and, and I think looking to the visuals helps you understand what how to communicate about something what is valued yeah and in, and in many ways Hinduism while in practice in India, there's a lot of prejudice against women. There's a lot of anti-female sentiment in many yeah. different ways. A huge problem. It's the same in every of, country. Um, sexual violence against women. Yeah. In pra- in faith, the women, the female is is venerated, right? Kali, yeah. Uma, you know, like Parvati. They're like, divine. They're, just, they're divine. And I think that that is where, like. In some ways, what you hear is that in words, femininity is valued. Yeah. But you can see that in the art, right? Like you walk into a temple and there are probably 
often, it depends on which temple you walk into, almost the same number of female figures as male figures. Now, mm -hmm. if you look in a Christian church, depending on who the saint is, you're going to see a whole, I mean, it depends also, like, if you're um, in a Protestant church, but if you're in a yeah. Catholic church, let's say, yeah, um, yeah. you're probably going to see Mary, um, oh, yeah. maybe you're going to see other women, but you're going to see at least at least 12 images or 13 images of Jesus, right? Because you'll have the Stations of the Cross mm -hmm. plus the crucifix. I grew up with a lot of images of Mary in a high Anglican Yeah, yeah. So I think Mary might show up a lot. But you yeah. might not, You might not. depending, like, let's say you're at um, St. Mark's or, uh -huh. you know, <laughs> like St. Joseph, then you'll have that saint. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you might not have, you know, you might be in a church that doesn't have that many images of women. Whereas in a Hindu yeah, temple, yeah, yeah. pretty much regularly, you're going to have a lot of, you know, a lot of images of female divinity. Hmm. So I think by looking at the art, you're seeing what people value. Yeah. Right? It's like a, it's a signal of the importance in society of what. Yes. Yeah. Wow. This is a great end, episode. Sorry. <laughs> in the end, it was a far-reaching episode. In no, the end, it's just, it's covered a lot of bases. It's, and like, you know, I, I love talking about stuff that people, I mean, this is just the whole platform that we're running, right? Like, I just love having the conversations that no one else wants to have. Yeah, I do too. I do it too. was so important. I would say that this is an episode where I think people like would a couple of citations would be good. So yes. I will say that these world of art books, the art of Tibet and Indian art. Are I'm going to really put the good. ISBN in the yeah, description. I'll send them to you afterwards. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the Tibetan art one is really good. I think the Indian art one is fine. I mm -hmm. think for Indian art, Vidya Deheja's uh, Indian art from Fidon is really good. Okay. But most importantly, I think you can get lots of re free resources from the Freer's website, Freer's Ackler website, and then mm -hmm. um, uh, the Matt's Timeline of Art History. Yeah, they have some great timeline pages. That's right. That's right. I would also One like, of the things I do actually like from the Met. Yeah, I think that those are a great place to start mm -hmm. um, because they have a, a, lot, a lot to say um, yeah. in a simple way. Yeah, and that's good. Like, start with consumable and then... That's right. I think one of the things that I've learned in and of myself is just like follow what interests you and then just let yourself That's spiral because right. then you'll like your right. understanding of the world is just going to become That's vast right. and exciting and expansive. Also, I do feel like they're less pissed off about Gillian Anderson, so they might go in an order that's more comprehensible, comprehensible <laughs> than this episode. <laughs> yeah, 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 good idea, good idea. Um, all right, is that it? We good? That's it. We're gonna so seal like it off. Follow, like, follow, share. Rate, review, subscribe, Seema. Fuck's oh, sakes. Right. You're Rate, on, review, subscribe. You're on a different platform. Rate, review, and subscribe. Tell a friend about Art Lust Podcast. Follow us, yeah. though, on Spotify or, and or Apple Music. Do it on both. Who cares? Yeah, you are also know? getting a Discord up and running. Oh, we have a Discord. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on being good about that. Um, look, look, I gang, Sophie quit their job. Sophie is making more room for us. They did, they did! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.